Wagwan, Mr. Maps. Yo, yo, what it do, what it is. What it is, big man, are you alive and kicking? Yeah, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, are you good, is the question. <laughs> <laughs> barely surviving, barely surviving, barely alive. Um, had a consultation with the doctor, when was this? Yesterday. Um... Yeah, it's 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 uh, what you know, like a flu, uh, those flu that go from something which looks like just a nose irritation, and then it's like a full blown flu. So, anyways, if I sound funny, uh, please forgive me because I'm not hundred percent. But we're here, Mister Maps. Uh, so what uh, did you get meds? Are you good, or it's still too early? Uh, I think I'm feeling slightly better than I was this morning. Um, uh-huh. I've been booked off work the whole week, but I think um, I'll that's be, amazing. Yeah, but then I don't like, I don't like, um, I don't like the feeling of coming back from leave because uh, it's like hundreds of things waiting for you and then you die. So actually, like I'll dishes. probably stay online. I'll probably do some work. I work from home anyways. Uh. Um, so I just feel like it wouldn't be much benefit in taking like a full day off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. No, I hear that. Uh, but I'm sure the people them uh, appreciate you showing up for the cows um, and uh, doing your thing. So we thank you for for being with us. Uh, and if you're wondering where exactly we are, what exactly you're listening to. You are tuned in to Six Foot Weights, your favorite hour with your favorite cheese boys. My name is Tawo. My name is Senna. A very sick Senna, but we're here for a good time. <laughs> Definitely not a long time. Uh, we'll see how much juice we can squeeze out of this man. Pause. Um, but yeah. <laughs> a lot. Pause. A lot has been going on. A lot has been going on. Um, let me see here. Uh, I actually wanted to touch on something. I actually haven't been, um, I haven't touched, uh, well, I haven't touched, I haven't uh, tuned into any AFCON at all. Um, yes. Because here, unfortunately, they do that. I'm a packages. So for competitions, World Cup, AFCON, Euros, Asia Cup, you have to pay like a hundred bucks for that package for that tournament, you know, stuff like that. So I'm like, ah, right. I already pay a subscription, you know, either you have the rights or you don't. So I haven't yeah. seen any AFCON. Uh, but I, I, I've, I've seen some of your comments uh, online. Um, yeah. And I just wanted you to expand on a, on, on a couple of things. Um, namely, the VAR situation. Um, okay. You, you and a couple of others have said that the referees in Africa seem to be doing it a whole lot better than what we typically are seeing in uh, the European competitions. What do you mean by that? Yeah, man, I, I kind of feel like this is how I imagined VAR to be used when mm. when it was meant to come into effect. Yeah. Like it wasn't legislating on little incidents like it does in the Premier League. Um, the referee lets the players get on with it when the referee makes a call. Like I think what's been impressive the most for me, the penalty shots. Um, because oh. there's been a lot of like those where it looks soft and then the ref just goes no and then VAR doesn't oh. intervene right and oh. then it just plays on which is in, in the EPL I already know that the moment there's some contact 
there's going to be the referee showing like a freeze frame and then roll it back 10 times and then he's going to spend 10 minutes there trying to convince himself to come to a decision what's been good about AFCON is there was a, I think the one game I've gone which one it was where the, the referee went to the TV monitor and then he stuck with his original decision which okay. is something that rarely happens in the PL so there, there, there's that aspect of it and the second aspect of, of it is it's actually being used accurately like I think it's one of them things where when the referees or the VAR intervenes right it's like for the blatantly obvious calls like I was watching the Ivory Coast versus Ghana versus Senegal game and there was a penalty I think it was meant to be for the Ivory Coast ref didn't give it Mm. it was a clear penalty Mm. but he kind of thinks he saw a dive and then he went to the monitor Mm. and then he gave it so that use of VAR it looks like it's being used appropriately and it's not interfering with play with like the soft the soft penalties or any of that and I just know if it was in the PL yo we'd be having disaster after disaster now already we're now but but what do you think is what do you think is the cause of that Um, because obviously you know uh, I, if you were ignorant, you would assume that it's the African refs who are gonna make things worse, right? And it would be a, a complete shit show. But this diligence by the referees, like, how do you explain that? I think they're just better referees. I think so. This is something so. I've actually I've actually said before that the PL has ninety percent foreign managers about 75% foreign players or 70% foreign players and 100% English referees and I think you can see that by Mm -hmm. the the way they perform whereas everything Mm -hmm. else about the Premier League is world class and they go and get the best in the world refereeing is where they're kind of okay we don't bring in the best refs it's just the English guys that are going to run it so I think with AFCON we're seeing a better standard of refereeing like it's just but the, the referees much, are all African, right? They are all African, but they're from like different leagues. So you're taking the best from South Africa, the best from uh, Egypt, okay. the best from Algeria, okay, the best I from Tunisia. I see what you mean. And then when they come okay. to the tournament, they're very good refs. So I'm not, it's not to say see, that, because I, okay. I do think if you bring VAR to the PSL and you've got some of these unfit referees that we see running around in the South African PSL, you have the same problems, right? I think we just have better refs at AFCON. Now, do I think, I, I think comparing AFCON to the EPL maybe is a bit unfair on those refs because I don't think they're as good. But when you compare it to the Euros and the World Cup, do we think that, or even the Champions League, where you take the best refs mm. from each and every league, uh-huh. are they as good as those guys? And I think the answer is yes. And I think sometimes... It's a bit embarrassing for the Western world and the more developed countries to admit that Africans mm. are doing something better than they are. Then it's like, whoa, what's happening here? So I remember even like was it the, the Daily Mail or the Mail on Sunday was running a story about a ref who made a mistake at AFCON, which happens. But you can mm. see that they couldn't wait for that to happen because how dare these <laughs> Africans perfect VR when us Englishmen can't get it right. But do you think also... It's 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 a bit of like um, there's a lot less pressure per se as a, a ref in Afcon. You're just coming to do your job. 
you know what I mean? Like you're you're a ref, you know the rules, you're a professional, and it's do the job to the best of your ability. Whereas in the in 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 the prem, like it's not an understatement to say, you know, referees will get death threats. You know, they don't they fear for their safety and. Obviously, you're at you know you're at Old Trafford and there's seventy odd thousand people there yelling it's a penalty and it's like you can't really think straight because it's just, and then you know it's going to be uh, uh, dissected on Talksport and ESPN FC and you know all these other yeah. you know publications and then now there's going to be because the Prem needs to cover their ass then the referees association is on you know what I mean like so like it's just it's an avalanche of things that I think. Um, when VAR was supposed to empower referees, I think in the Premier League especially, it's sort of, you know, undressed the referees. Yeah, ironically. It, it has, it has. But I think, uh, and, and something that Mike Dean said, actually, he said he felt like he was apprehensive because I think he'd ref like 20 mm. years without VAR and then they brought in VAR. Mm-hmm. And then I think mm-hmm. he said to him, it felt like, you now have this monitor, right? Like a prefect who's watching your every move and you can't have wiggle room for mistake. So I think attitude is just as important. But that's so I weird because it's, it's there to help you. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the whole thing is, Chief, I think you missed that call. And for me, if I was a ref, I'd be so happy to have VAR because it's like, if I missed it, I missed it. Yeah. Like, it's like, it, it's very simple. But I think, they, I think their attitude was wrong. I think the English attitude... About VAR mm. is a bit wrong. Yeah, it's disrupting our game. You know what they say? Oh, ruining our game. Oh, divers are ruining our game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, these summer players ruining our game. You know what they? You know, you know what they do. Um, mm. I just want to disagree with you on one point though, and that's about the pressure. Mm-mm. I think there's mm. insane pressure in refereeing Afcon matches, and I think mm. that's why you even some you see sometimes the best players struggle at Afcon, just because mm. the expectations to perform, the pressure from like Africans aren't yes I know we'll talk about death threats and Old Trafford and people being upset and whatever like I remember when Mugay mm. missed that chance in the 2004 AFCON against I think we're playing Tunisia mm. or mm. was it Egypt I think we're playing Egypt in Tunisia one of those countries mistaken. 2004 I remember Mugay mm. missed an open goal he blasted the ball over the net and then they burned down his house <laughs> really? yeah something like that uh, let me look at the Mugay story. That's... The Mugay story was was insane, and I know that in but... Africa, in Africa and in South America, the pressure to perform is insane. You make a mistake as a ref, but for you uh, can't... you're talking about players, so I agree with you hundred percent. Even with refs, level for players is crazy. I, I've never seen, you know, I don't even remember any referee's name. My whole footballing, you know, football watching life, uh-huh. there's no ref from any African Afcon. That I can recall, and I, 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 all I remember is that one who blew the whistle five minutes <laughs> early, <laughs> because that was just insane. But like, other than that, that's what I mean. It's like I think as as a, if I were to interview an Afcon ref, I believe that they'd be like, "Listen, we just want to do the best that we can." Yes, there's pressure. Every ref in the world has pressure, mm. but I think you, the way that some of these Premier League referees are moving, fam. Like I think Mutiawe cool Kabra. Like he's thinking about his whole life, you know, you know, if I don't do the, the, the right thing. So because it, it makes no sense how someone can show you a replay. Like Senna, 
uh, you miss you took a misstep la like, yeah here's the replay and then if it's clear you're like yeah this is clear and obvious the language in the rules say it must be to overturn something it must be a clear and obvious error yeah so if it's clear and obvious you're like hey bro may i see it penalty yeah and and, then, and we're done but it's, if it's like a thing of like why are you thinking twice you know what i mean so i'm like that's why i'm like the pressure is insane you know this this person is not operating at peak cognitive levels because if you can look at something, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to remember of an instance where they are fucked up, but I'm sure there's a couple. If you know, I just need a, a few locals. If I if I go, Cucurella. Okay, let's look at a last few times. Cucurella Hipple mm. last season against against Spurs. Yes, right? yes. Uh, Chelsea versus Spurs. Someone pulls Cucurella's hair in the box. Referee decides it's not a penalty. VR doesn't mm. send him to the screen. And that's weird because now it's like okay, it's for the refs, I understand. I don't think that has anything to do with you pressure. Didn't see it. I think it's just incompetence. I think it's just not being good enough. Okay, and I, 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 I can I hear tend that. to think I, that, that I, I can definitely, you know, I can get behind. Yeah, that. but but to your other point on 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 Afcon, it's been it's been an entertaining mm. tournament only because and mm. and just just when you you should do this thing where because last night there was Premier League football and Afcon simultaneously. You should do this thing where you mm. actually switch between the two, and you'll see the difference mm. in in the play. Not not that the quality of play is poor in mm. Afcon; it's it's good, um, but it's less theoretical. If you get what I mean, like Bafana Bafana. Are you trying to say Afcon is popopo? Not popopo, but it's end to end. Like I it's saw, frantic. yeah, it's frantic. I saw yeah, yesterday South Africa was in the. 90 something minute of, of stoppage time injury time 95 minutes mm. they were leading um 2-0 mm. against mm. against morocco. morocco and i was thinking to myself bro just take the ball keep it knock it around take it to the corner flag in the corner yeah see the game out right this but is the thing that we see from premier league football from from all these but it was waffa waffa right these guys went from one end defending <laughs> and literally 2-0 up in the 95th minute they ran with the ball all of oh. them Percy Tao Mukwena all these guys and they were attacking and I'm just like to myself huh <laughs> aren't you guys trying yes, to win aren't you trying to secure the nah, results that's proper. but it's entertaining man it's been it, it's been entertaining all the big teams are out um, all the teams yeah, that went to I the World that. Cup from Africa are out of AFCON uh, Cameroon out, Morocco out, um, Senegal, Egypt. Ghana, Egypt, all gone. The top five ranked teams in Africa gone. Algeria favorites gone. The only team left that can really that that you think okay they are really good is Nigeria. Um, mm. But yeah, man, has Nigeria been good? They they haven't been great on the eye, but out of the teams mm. that are left, you'd fancy them as favorites. Them and Ivory they, Coast. They have the best quality left. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, sp- speaking of, shout out to Bafana Bafana. Um, they, they, I, I, again, thought it was laughable, but I, I didn't expect initially, you know, um, w- w- when the tournament started out, I was just like, ah, you know, we know what's going to happen. Bafana out in the group stages, you know, let's focus on the big boys. You know, that was kind of my mentality, but I was shocked. I woke up today and I see two zero to against Morocco, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. So I think the way they've been maligned in the country the last and rightfully so, probably fifteen years, 
um, it, it's been fair because they've been very, very poor. But shout out to Bafana Bafana because this is, even if they lose, uh, you see, the, the problem is now against Cape Verde. I don't know if Cape Verde is, is, is good. They've been good in extent, this tournament. But even if, but the problem is if they lose, people are going to be disappointed in Mafana because now this is a winnable. It's almost better. It would have been better if they lost against Morocco because expectations were in the basement. But now it's like, yo, you guys just beat Morocco. Like, you can only afford to lose to Nigeria at this point, you know, as Mafana Mafana. That's the way that I see it. I wouldn't, I'd be upset if they lose to, to Cape Verde. Yes. But e- either way, I, I, I shout out to them, bro. Like, I, I'm, I'm actually proud of them because, yeah, they were the one, you know, weak link. Yeah. All the other sports teams have done something at some point. Uh, and since what, 90, was it 90, 91, 96? They when, haven't, when they they, yeah, the last one, I've caught in 96. So, I mean, yeah. we're looking at so since then, it's, it's, been, it's been a hell of a drought. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so I know it, it, I was happy for them. I, I look at you know the way the South African how how the support in this country goes for sports. Um, mm. You know, last year the Springboks were at the World Cup, and literally the checkers delivery guys were like, "Go, Bucky!" You would walk into mm. pick and pay, and there'd be like a a Springbok Bry starter pack. Um, mm-hmm. Everywhere in the country, you could tell that okay, here, big team is playing every Friday. Yeah, the people in their plantations were encouraged to wear Springbok jerseys. So you you see mm-hmm. in terms of like, like if you look at I think Trevor Noah said this actually, South African teams if you usually look at them like children, the Springboks are the mm-hmm. favorite, the high performing straight A student that's always that always does well when the exams come around. The cricket team, yeah. the pro tiers, they're the ones with the most potential throughout the year. They're passing oh. all the tests, they're doing it, they're performing well, they're doing all the things. And then exam season comes around and then they choke and then they, yeah, they yes. get B's or C's or whatever. They don't get the A's like the Springboks do. Yeah. And then Bafana Bafana is the special child, right? They're the ones who oh. haven't won anything in a while. We support them, but then supporting them feels sometimes like a burden because there's so much misadministration, <laughs> there's like a lot going on. There's players that aren't good enough, to be honest. Like, if you yeah. look at, like, yeah. I, could, I could ask you the Bafana Bafana starting 11 right now, you wouldn't know, but I could ask you name five players mm-hmm. from Senegal, and already you've got Jackson, Mane, and a couple others, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. They've got good quality. Mendy. So, yeah. Like even now, the support I think will only like kick in from the country proper if they get to the semis. I think expectations were low, so not everyone was expecting anything from Bafana. Did we, Bafana. Did we ever talk about? Um, did we ever talk about why uh, thoughts on again? This can be another topic. I don't want to you know uh, go into to go into this too deep, but like why football tends to be football the quality of football and uh actually quality of footballers let me leave the football alone um it seems to be better in west africa north africa but uh, east and southern um so oh it's a complicated i think we need a whole segment for this off to have my thoughts on it at least but to summarize i think southern africa has more talented footballers um, but I, I like naturally gifted. Like I think South African players, when you watch them on the eye, they're better than a lot of the guys that mm. come up against them in Afcon. 
the, the thing with AFCON there oh. where sometimes you need to play the conditions, you need to play the game, you need to play the witchcraft. There's so oh. many external factors <laughs> that come into it that I, I, I think you, you just need to take into cognizance of, which a lot of these South African guys don't. Also, I think they plateau easily in this region because there's comfort. So Zim players want to go play in SA. No, but okay, fine. So so you can, for SA, okay, fine, I hear that. But like Zim, uh, I, let's leave Zim out of it. But Zambia, well, Zambia was hot for a minute. They, they won, they won 2012. Yeah. Recently. yeah. Oh, was it 2012? Yeah, 2012. Damn, I thought it was more recent than no, that. No, 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 it was. But okay, fine. So Wait. Zambia, Zaman something, and then, but you've never heard of Kenya in Afcon, Uganda, uh, Rwanda, any of these countries, Ethiopia. Uh, I think Ethiopia also, if you, for a hot yeah. minute. Although I don't think East um, Africa has. But like, I don't think East Africa has the football infrastructure like Southern and West and North. I think East East okay. Africa. Not so it so is. Much. It is a much. It, it is a much deeper. Yeah, it's a, it's a much. Um, I was just always curious. And I think those guys, you know, they 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 play in Nigeria and then they play in Cameroon and they're already looking mm. for a move to France, to Spain, wherever, because they're like this here mm. can't be my life. Um, and they do uh, anything. And yeah, will it pipeline? Yeah, and I think with the francophone countries, you know, the Congo's, the Cameroon, the Senegal, it's easy for them to go to France and then that's an entryway into Europe that's why you've got oh. so many of them who then end up playing for the France national team okay no fair 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 some good football chat uh, for you know for anyone who wants to protest the football chat uh, if you protest if you get any tweets about the football segment and this includes whatsapp messages <laughs> next week's episode is going to be all football because the Prem is back and yeah, there's things to talk about there. But yeah, so please uh, tread carefully, uh, dear, dear fellow listeners. Um, what did we miss from last week? Uh, okay. All right. This is interesting. Um, uh, no, I see. I didn't. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. This was funny. So I think this is two weeks ago yep. now. Uh, the plus four fours were under fire. Um, I, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, I think I saw the, the, tr- the tweet that triggered it, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so the ladies, the UK ladies, UK based ladies. Were they UK based? Uh, I, I assume. Or Zim based? Zim. Yeah. No, no, no. I think it was UK okay. based. Cause it was, UK- I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, the point is the, the UK based men, right. Were under serious scrutiny. I think that's that's the theme of of what happened, you know. So there was some very angry uh, ladies um, who who <clears throat> said some very mean things about these Zim gangs, and yeah, it was they they went to town, they went to town, and and of which one observation is like, isn't that like a form of bullying at some like if, in some of the because of the way that I remember a tweet. I don't know if I bookmarked. I'm just checking my bookmarks now. There was a, um, a a girl who said something along the lines of like, "Hey, Blele plus four four dudes are losers. They're the 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 worst type of Zimbabwean or like the bottom barrel Zimbos." Really, I'm and like yeah. it was it was like some some damning shit, <laughs> you yeah. know. And I was like, ah, bro, like that's that's not nice. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 not really something that you want to put out there. 
during the people. Um, but yeah, yo, it was it was a bit of a of a deep situation for the day. But I think it looks like uh, things are fine now. The TL is it, quiet. It looks quiet. I'm trying to dig up where it actually started. Um, but I think the premise of it. Um, uh, uh, so the the reason why I was asking whether or not it's actually. Um, UK-based Zim women that were saying these things is because I think mm. the conversation that came afterwards was how whenever these Zim guys come to Zim, whenever these UK-based Zim guys come to Zim in December, mm. there's mm-hmm. yeah that you you don't see what of what you don't see most of what you're expecting. So I'm gonna read this tweet. Mm. So it started off by saying. I am such and such a person, of course I will do this, right? So then this person started off by saying, Mm -hmm. I am a Zimbabwean man in the diaspora. I I fill the void by establishing long-distance relationships, read long video calls and meme sharing with no substance. When the relationship is rocky, I download an air ticket from musical airport website and pretend I missed the flight, right? So there was a story there with some guy. (laughs) Missed the flight, whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't know what happened, right? And in the quoted tweet, this is the one that caught the most fire and wave was, most of plus four fortunes are the worst failures in life, but they have these failures covered up by I'm based in the UK. Most guys in Zimbabwe are doing way better than the UK gents, appearance-wise as well. Ladies, be careful if approached by a plus four four marombe. First of all, what's a marombe, Mr. Maps? I have no idea. It kind of sounds like Shombi, but that makes no sense. <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Any of our Shona listeners, please let know. us know I what Emarombe is. Um, but 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 it, it, it basically that's the premise where it comes from that apparently these guys aren't doing as well, and then it's covered up by you know I'm in the diaspora, so surely I'm doing okay, which sometimes mm. isn't the case, because also. I don't know if it's stupidity. Okay, that's harsh. But it is stupidity. What make? What, why would you premise from premise just assume that because someone is based in another country, they're doing well financially? Like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm looking. I'm looking at this hand's comments. Um, hey, bro, she. This is someone that really has some stuff to unpack. Uh, There's a story there, obviously. If, if she's not already that she she goes and she sees a therapist because like some of these replies uh, have me like kind of dying so someone responded to that tweet and says you really sound hurt girl uh how do plus four four guys working in canary wharf get to be marumbi right and it she says there's more to it there's more there's more to it than that Uh, what these guys portray verbally using pictures Uno Toshaya Kutimunu has been in the UK uh, 15 years, but Hana anything to show for it except an accent. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so I don't know. I think someone scammed her. So someone saw the dreams and she's just never. And also, why, why? That's probably. That's the so my next question is why are ladies warning each other about, about this? You know, <laughs> excuse me. Yo. So why are ladies warning each other about this? Because I would think, you know, people are dating because you date someone that you like, right? If you already come into it with expectations, Uguti, ah, this guy is based more UK, so it means Kuti, ah, 
visa i'm there you know what what's the or is mm. it matter of or is a matter or is it a matter of Uguti? actually from just as people they're not great people yes they may look like oh husband material mm. boyfriend material but once you get to know some of these guys meh it doesn't quite work out Oh, Sorry, <clears throat> I'm not. I'm, I, you, you didn't ask anything that was funny. Um, You're reading it's just, the stuff. The stages. <laughs> hey, bro. No, no. Like she, she, she. Me when I tell you, Guti, you like, ah, bro. Like that's just wild. Like the whole this whole situation. Uh, I think there was another one. Oh yes, and then there was some. Uh, did you see that podcast thing? No. Um, someone was on a podcast and said um, they had a Zim man. You, di- you didn't see that one? Oh, I think you you and Togo sent it in the group, right? Yeah, yeah, Togo sent it in the group. They said it was a man, uh, and then they went to Kenya. Yes, okay, hold, hold on. Let me look for it. Okay, hold on. Find it, find it, find it, find it. Let me just play it. Okay. Yes, to a successful medical consultant who I'd been dating on and off for four years. On and off? I thought I had met my soulmate mm. and we would build a great life together. Mm. Last September, we had a business trip planned for Kenya. When I got to meet the client, I was pulled aside and told that my husband had contacted him and told him that I am involved in fraud. So I called my sister to tell her what my husband had done. She then goes on to tell me she didn't want to tell me this. But her friend in Wales knows my husband. He's known in the Zimbabwean community for manipulating women. Man managed to be a husband without. Yeah, some of you misunderstand so moving mad. I guess people are great manipulators. Um, <laughs> I can say that. What I wanted to ask. I mean, if the, you've been seeing flames via Nazu, you know that that shit really hardens you. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> also, these guys are—they uh, appear like they're hustlers. No, I'm just saying, man. Like sometimes mm. I think when you move transactionally in a relationship you'll very very easily get scammed right this that's something that that will likely happen to you and oh. i see a lot of women do this on like twitter and they'll be like i want a man who does this i don't want a man who does that i want a man who does this i don't want a man who does that i want a man who can buy me oh. a, a hermes handbag for valentine's right no not that also I you am. choked how you say that just an FYI. Oh, her maze. I don't. I think the H is kind of silent. I don't know. But I have me, no me, I'm not rich. I don't know these things. 
Anyways. But someone, I'm sure, will correct you. I think it's Hermes. Because we... It's definitely not Hermes, bro. <laughs> okay. I'm going to leave for you, bro. But I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to <laughs> No, man. I, I'm just saying. Here's where social media has become a very powerful tool for scammers, right? I see mm-hmm. your tweet saying, mm-hmm. you want this, 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 that. I go to Chinatown. I buy a fake LV bag. I package it nicely. I dress up nice the one day. Take you out for dinner. I'm just sitting in my back room of my grand of my grandmother's house, and then I tell you, you know, listen, I'm a successful businessman. I work on deals, right? Now, am I a manipulator in chief, or are you incredibly naive? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. See now. If you open the book of Senamiso, chapter 1, verse 1. Okay. Um, All right. There's a part in the book where I speak of a six-month talking stage, Mr. Maposa. You see, in a six-month <laughs> talking stage, you will mm. identify any of these little things at some point, right? Mm. You, it'll come, when, okay. when you're striking up a chemistry and getting to know someone, isn't lazy will eventually weed themselves out? to an extent mm. um, so I, I don't think, I think it's necessarily a zim marombe whatever marombe means problem mm-hmm. but it's a universal mm-hmm. problem I think when you approach relationship transactionally I think you open yourself up for being scammed oh no they want it. if you're a bit too yeah like you said if you're a bit too thirsty and then yeah if, if a dude takes you out to some fancy hotel or some fancy restaurant uh, and then you know he's flaunting it for a weekend, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm in." You know what I mean? Like, like you said, if you give it enough time, you'll see with the upper quote of chairmans, you know, like. But I mean, again, some of these brethren are elite, fam. Like some of these do some of the stories that I've heard. It's not. It's not small things, you know. Like if, if Zimbabweans are many things, they are not dull. <laughs> That <laughs> I, I, I very few others where I'm like, nah, this is just down, you know. The only time where I was like, this person was down. Yeah, did you see that article? Um, uh, forget what the name of the company is. It's a company in Harare where the guy stole like a hundred thousand dollars and then used it to go and pay Lobola instead of like disappearing. Yeah, like to me, then that's very down. <laughs> and that's that's like. <laughs> it's 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 so stupid because it's like you've done this thing which is unethical and people are going to be chasing you and people are going to be on your ass because a hundred thousand usd cash in zim mm-hmm. first of all you should have had a plan right you should have had a plan and my thing is if 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 if, if you're competent the plan would have been disappeared mm-hmm. you go to your to to your to the love of your life with the abra i've jacked this money Let's go yeah. and disappear. What are you paying the wolf? Like it, it makes no. Why are you paying the wolf? Like it, 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 that family, the girl's family, is not trying to be associated with a thief. Because you, you're gonna, you, 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 at the very least, you're causing them hella problems. Because so humble where I I don't know, ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars, whatever it was, right? To to to, to lower this 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 girl. Good way of cleaning. And, but money, that's though. stolen money. 
It's not. It's not a good way of cleaning money because they're gonna trace it. At the end of the day, they're gonna like with the police investigate and follow up on leads. If all of a sudden uh, people say, "Yeah, I know he had a girlfriend." Uh, who's Is the girlfriend right? is the girlfriend? All of a sudden, Senna's gone. Zinke has gone. It's like okay, so clearly there's a connection here. They've run away together, and then now we're gonna go to both sets of parents. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know anything? And again. Parents are, are typically, you know, on the right side of the moral compass. They're gonna be like, "Hey, brothers, own came he gave us sheets." You know, they'll, they'll be upfront, right? Well, so, so now they can't even keep that money. Nah, they'll be honest, bro. Like, it's, when cops come bearing down your door, it's a lot of money, pillar. So you don't even want to have an inkling to be like, "Hey, you know," because hundred k, I want to be waiting. I'm You know what I mean? Like, so. In my mind, it's like, fam, you can't even do the local of it that you are pressed for. Grab your day. If she's in, then you'll disappear. If she's like, nah, I'm not doing this with you, then you disappear. Mm-hmm. But to be caught the very next day because you were paying Lobola, that is that is <laughs> stupidity at the highest level of the highest order. But anyway, back back to the to the original yeah. point. A lot of these Zim dudes, uh yeah, no, no, no. They they are expert level of playing poker with these girls and also it's another thing where it's like if you have that within you already right for i think for the manipulation to happen you have to be lacking something right which that person that dude is going to be taking advantage of so if you're lonely they're going to take advantage of the fact that you're lonely and you can't seem to have a relationship that's fruitful Mm -hmm. right so they'll check those boxes i need to do a b and c or if whatever the situation is, you have no confidence in yourself. So like you believe whatever man that you get is the man that you deserve, right? You don't think that you deserve better. So they take advantage of that and they manipulate you based on that. This is how, you know, people get into sticky situations where you're like, what did you did? What for this dude? Right? Because they thought would that's, that's who they're meant to be with. And they felt like they, life couldn't get better for them or I'm going to change him, whatever it is. So they take advantage of all these things. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the time in these type of situations, what I've learned, and I was having this argument with my brother, of, of it was it was so funny. Um, he was basically victim blaming, right? Where it was, it, it, it was basically saying. So there's, there's there's some TikTok always going around. Again, women with mics, they're the real panic. <laughs> right? So this it's a podcast of women. And this lady goes something along the lines of, ah, hey, I was in a shitty relationship and, you know, this guy was no good for me. And, you know, it's it's basically, it's it's my fault, right? So I should have, I got myself out of the relationship and, you know, I just think women lack accountability. You know, they don't know how to leave something that's not serving them. They just want to be there. It's like she was saying stuff to that extent, right? And then um, when I was talking to my brother, he was like, you know, yeah, 100%. People need to be accountable for their actions. And I'm like, yes. On the transcript, I agree. You must have accountability for your actions. We sh- we all must. But regardless, gender is not a- a- an issue in all of this. However, we also have to acknowledge that everybody has some level of trauma or something that they're dealing with. And if someone gets with an individual who takes advantage of that, then I, 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 I will struggle to blame you and be like, oh yeah, Senna, you should have left. What the hell? But if Senna's a dude that just, you know, deep down he just wants to be loved, like he's never felt love. Maybe growing up, his parents just never showed love outwardly, right? So he gravitates to people that outwardly show love. So again, can I really blame you? Like, yeah, Senna, this is your fault. 
like you should have left obviously like if, my thing is if i see someone doing yeah. something that is irrational that is the red flag for me not to you, you, you know what are you doing is your fault it's like you're a rational human yeah. being you're not you know mentally lacking or whatever yeah. but if i see you doing funny things you know all in the name of of love or a relationship then i know okay there's deeper issues here and this is how best we can help you but then to go around and be like no the problem is that all of you ladies are not accountable again it's yes but also no because guys we, you know there's there's a <laughs> There's a whole lot of things. There's a whole lot of things that we have to deal with as in, on an individual level that sometimes we don't recognize. Yeah. You know, a lot of I think a lot of people don't value themselves okay. um, the way. So they should. I have a question for you. They don't. They don't see themselves at that right level. Mm. So in terms of valuing themselves, don't you think that the valuing is 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 kind of being done differently now? So I think. Also, age of social media like you said you you mentioned something last week with you uh you're not scared of girls on ig right but i think other girls are scared of girls on ig because mm-hmm. when you see someone posting with their bae mm-hmm. and they're doing the most and go cute bae is flying them out mm-hmm. to here doing mm-hmm. this for them you're like hey, i want i want mm-hmm. that i want a man who can do that for me and i think yeah look maybe relationships have always been like this and there's the naive of us um who exist in a different mm. world where it's like, okay, you get into a relationship, get to know the person, and if I can tolerate you for the rest of my life, let's do this, right? It's not necessarily, mm. can you... Because mm. uh, you see it with both girls and guys, where it's like, can you cook? Can you bust it down? Can you throw it back? Mm. Can you do all these things, right? You have guys yeah. who are asking that as like a mm. checkbox exercise. And you've got girls who are saying, do you make mm. more than me? Do you have this? Do you do this? Are you tall? Are you that? And then it ends up just being maybe we're valuing ourselves and prioritizing the wrong things with which we attach that value. So I'll almost my post will be like, eh, Mina, I don't like short girls, right? Not that you don't, but you might say, I don't mm. like short girls, right? Now, yeah. you then meet a tall girl. And I mm. think sometimes what can happen is you might meet that tall girl and then forget all the other things that you should be looking out for on a day-to-day just because you've ticked off that box mm-hmm. okay she's tall she's this she's that and then all the other things that yeah. matter do we get along do we even like each other do i know this person which is where i think a lot of our sisters and our brothers are struggling with do you know them right mm-hmm. do you know how they think what's mm-hmm. what's their reasoning because that's how you end up with into an lame stuff for some people like I value myself, so I'm going to date only a guy in the diaspora. And then we're like, whoa, oh. diaspora guys come through and they're like, let me show you flames. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think <clears throat> I agree with a lot of, 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 of what you're saying, you know, at the end of the day. And I think, like, I, what I, I believe, what I've learned at this point in my life is, is is it's always good to reflect and look back um there's a conversation that me and you had you know that was pretty uh not intense in a negative way right but we, you know you went into some shit you know and and at the end of the day you know it just served as a reminder how if you aren't 
if you don't do that level of self-introspection to to think about certain things from the past and understand and recognize these things about yourself then you're gonna do things or you're gonna act out of character and you're not even gonna understand and then you're gonna get into tricky situations because you don't even know you know why you react this way or think this way and stuff like that you know so i think it's very very like one of my friends uh, i went to university with she always used to come to me when we were in college and she'd be like dude do you do you do therapy and i'm like no the fuck there's nothing wrong with me <laughs> I'm, I'm a good dude i'm a happy dude like why am i going to a therapist i'm glad so and she's like no like dude you, you don't you don't there's, there doesn't need to be a problem you know what i mean you don't need to be depressed it's not like you know the, the way i attached it to mental health and all these other things right yeah. i'm like no i'm fine and she's like nah fam and there's certain things where when you speak to someone um you will unlock some thoughts if you ask the right type of questions and yeah. it's important for you to learn some of these things about yourself to be like oh okay so this is this is problematic like i always um my wife laughs at this i don't know if i've told this story on the podcast before i did i did i did i think uh, maybe a few months ago the thing about me and cereal right so like yeah i i have a thing like i'm just i'm just gonna buy all the cereal in the world just because i felt like <laughs> Yo, when I was growing up, like my parents would be like, "I ah, know there's oats." I'm like, "Nah, fam, oats more like that. That ain't it." Like I always wanted the Kellogg's because also there was peer pressure in school and all this other stuff adds up, right? So like, mm-hmm. if you're gonna put me in that type of environment, but then I don't have the quote unquote uh, uh, keys to success in that environment, for example. Um, then yeah, you're setting your kid up for failure, right? You send them to a very expensive school with all the billionaires in the world, but Stella's not a billionaire. Like, bro, don't do that to your kid. Because yeah. when the kids are not like, right, we're going to the Aspens or we're going to the Swiss Alps for spring break, and then the kid, your, hey, your, your, your son or daughter comes back to you, she's like, Diddy, hey, and then you're like, hi, 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 Tina, see a cat. Like, bro, <laughs> she's on Insta, <laughs> seeing the homies, <laughs> sipping hot chocolate, you know, at the at, at, at a snow covered peak. You, your coco, is telling you, I'm what that man's, you know, like it's <laughs> it's just not gonna graft, right? So, so if you, but if you take the time to to to, to learn yourself and understand why you are the way that you are, then it's like it helps you so much more because even. You, you, I think it just helps you navigate life better and when you hear these funny stories and like these hands you know coming for the plus four fours and all these other different things right like and the stuff that you mentioned it all goes back to what what happened when they were growing up and you know if they don't recognize that about themselves then yeah this is how you end up taking out you know alone for someone who you should have never taken out a loan for in the first place you know what I mean? Like, th- this is how these things happen. This is how you get scammed. Like, uh, easy, 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 easy example. Um, our parents, right, always, always seem to get conned with these funny links on WhatsApp. Like, there was times when I had to tell my mom, like, mom, please don't forward me these links because these are phishing attacks, right? I think my mom's email got hacked at some point some years ago because she clicked on a link, Right, so it'll say something like Ah, Emirates flights. Remember, there was this, that scam, Emirates flights, free flights to Dubai, something, something. Yeah, on this I remember link. that. Hey, so like basic things like that, where it's like Ah, shit. So, so it's you are now looking at it like Ah, free flight to Dubai. Ah, let's go. You know what I mean? But whereas, mm-hmm. 
you know, if you if you don't have if you have that knowledge, you're like, eh, for us to read, you know. I've been at this for a while. There's no way someone is just giving away. If you click on this link and sign up here, all of a sudden you have a free flight. Mm-hmm. It never really works like that. It can't. You know? So, yeah, it can't. But then now... If it if looks you, free, you, you're the customer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you're the product. So, so it's like all these things. But like, if you don't know and you're just like, ah, right, so when's I get it? Then yeah, you're going to be in, in sticky situations. So at, anyway, anyone listening to this guy is good. not that me. I go to therapy, but I, I actually intend to. That's one of those things where like I'm like, yo, I actually need to talk to someone. Um, well, the podcast has really been therapy. There's been a few moments where I've just been like, yo, this that's some real shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's it's very important. Like I think also another form of therapy when you do talk to your siblings. Like if you and your siblings have gone through the struggle <laughs> and. People, people know. People with siblings know what I mean. You know, like when you talk with your siblings, sometimes it's like it's it's that that trauma. Especially when you're that trauma you bonding, have. you're like, hey, bro, listen, I went through. You did too. Hey, that you, yeah, hey, kurash, bro. Kurash. I remember when the queen used to. You know what I mean? Like ah, bro, that, that that kind of stuff. It helps. It helps to 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 a large extent because again, our parents were figuring shit out. They're figuring careers, raising kids, all these other things. Um, so if you had siblings in that moment, ah. It's, Bro, it's such a blessing because so, hey, bruh, I, so I can then, only imagine going through that alone. Hey, bruh. Hey. So then my question to you then, Mr. Maposa, is what mm. then makes so it's actually two questions, right? Mm. Why are the expectations so high when girlies meet some of these guys like they expect Izulum Shaba and all these things? And then why do the guys then feel like, whoa, okay, you expect this from me? I'm going to mm. what was the name of the Tinder swindler? I'm going to be the Tinder swindler mm. from here on out just to get this cooch. So I think you're describing two different situations or two different people, right? But this, this but these these uh, are people at, at the, so the the conflict comes from the girls yeah. who are shocked and flabbergasted by that these plus four four guys aren't actually making as much money as they think. They're not as successful as they think. The IG looks clean, mm-hmm. but eh, it's actually not. You've got mm-hmm. on the flip side the plus four four guys who will create a persona and an image of a successful guy doing well to get these girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll put it this way, right? <clears throat> I think it's a situation where you have those girls who have those expectations, right? So like this one who was busy tweeting with the plus four fours or bottom barrel, that chick, right? Yeah. She had a certain she has certain expectations of a man right yeah and she was she was shown flames so if we put it to an example you have guys like Mtogo who are actually they're doing well like life is going well really isn't fantastic right those dudes exist mm-hmm. but then also there's other dudes who look at them Togos of the world and say oh okay so this is what success looks like so if I move like Mtogo, like now I'm playing golf and now I'm, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, then this one, this hurt lady here, is then going to look and be like, oh, guy A is moving like Mtogo. Tuguti, what? He's Mtogo, yes. right? Then guy A shows the flames and is like, hey, really, whatever. You see what I mean? So yeah. like that's, that's, that's how these things end up happening because you, you look at Mtogo, she sees Mtogo and she's like, I really need me one of those. You know, I need that. And then obviously, guy A comes in, looks like Mtogo, moves like Mtogo, 
it must be poor. Yeah. That's that's exactly what happens. Then you get scammed, you get swindled. And it's like you shouldn't be that in need of him talk. You need to take a step back. Having him talk should be a hey, this is great. I'm so lucky, I'm so happy. But now who's a humble? It's to me it's in the same boxes. If you any any friend of mine, female friend of mine who ever told me, Hey Tower, I'm praying for a man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that I would be like ah. I'm Immediately. Praying, praying for marriage. <laughs> Yeah, praying for marriage. Like again, on the surface, it's it's. I, I don't have an issue with that. But the the problem is, is what actually happens in reality, which is now it's like one of those. Um, it's, it's as good as these amastasa and stasa and lokuze, right? You, you pastors in the crowd. Someone here is is suffering from arthritis. It's like no shit. If you have a congregation of a hundred people, there probably is a high likelihood of someone who has arthritis. Yeah. Someone here is cheating on their partner. No shit. You know what I mean? So like these things are going to happen. Now you feel like pastor's talking specifically to you. So if you then are going, I'm praying for, you know, a husband, I'm praying for this, I'm praying for this. Then the the moment a dude comes in and checks a few boxes. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, this is the man that God sent me. Exactly. So like it, it, it gets very, very sticky because now you're no longer using the rational part of your mind to evaluate this pity pit mm. because you are saying this nigga came from God. Mm. And then once you believe that this nigga came from God, then you're willing to forgive a whole lot of shit because it's like, no, no, people mess up. No, he cheated once, but you know, he came from God. Like, you, you know, people fall, they'll stand up again. Then when he cheats again, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, so all these different things happen. At the end of the day, and you're not gonna evaluate it rationally. Your 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 friends, your loved ones are screaming, "Yo, get out, man! Leave that waste man alone!" When are you like, "No, this man nigga from God." Like that's just how you see the situation. Then eventually, you sober up and you're like, "Ha!" What happened here, doubt, brother? What the hell? <laughs> what happened here, fam? Yeah. And what's what's going on? It's because you look for something so desperately. And when it looks like that is it, you know, a few things checked over, you know, yeah, and then it's, it's late. Mm-hmm. And these dudes know this. Like some some people are experts in this level of, of manipulation. Yeah, 100%. where it's just if you're known in a group chat, bruh, this is how you move. That's you're dealing with some serious, you know, <laughs> some serious dude. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not it's not man. You know, like if, if you're known to that to that level, like this dudes that we know like will steal money or do these other things, it's like it, yeah, you you don't get that type of clout if you don't know what you're doing. People you, you know, if you're stealing money, it's like you're clearly you're successful at uh-huh. it, bro. You don't you don't suck. <laughs> you know, it's not your first time. It's not your, it's not first, your first rodeo. First rodeo. Okay. Nah, 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 not at all. Okay. Not at all. But it uh, actually is a a, a a a quick aside because I want us to get into to to see Azama. Zim gets all of this bad publicity, right? Zim men, Zim this, Zim women, wonky wonky wonky. Yeah. And the I'd, I'd say the people that get the most criticism are who the people we call NRZ Twitter, right? Yes. I was scrolling the interwebs and I bumped into NRZ or, or I don't even know if if, if Kenyan NRZ is what I bumped into. And them niggas is wild. <laughs> like, I was like, whoa. That is, you know what I mean? Like, I thought the Zim guys were bad, uh-huh. but those dudes were also on another level. So I, I, I saw this, um, it's like, I don't know, the Shade Room, I guess the Kenyan version of it. So I saw someone shared a post um, where an MP, a lady MP in Kenya was talking about uh, femicide, 
so for anyone who doesn't know the definition is a hate crime of systematic systematically murdering girls or females in general because of their gender right yeah um that's that's the the definition of it and like so anyway we'll put that there so this lady honorable sabina chenge right she she's commenting apparently there had been protests against uh femicide yeah. in in kenya right uh-huh. so what she says is um okay let me just read the whole thing it's not even that long uh, she says the street protests are not enough to end femicide. She explained that protests and marches should be targeted to meet the right audience, right? Uh, and then this is what she actually said in quotes. Those who marched on Saturday, I can say they did achieve, but not much. Because by doing the marches in town, you only get the people who know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I suggest they could have gone to universities, colleges, and uh, places with hostels. Get those girls and talk to them and create awareness rather than just doing it in the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the streets are just for media, but you don't communicate much, the politician said. She insisted the best way to help curb femicide is initiating mentorship programs which directly targets girls who've gone through such experiences and are likely to fall victim to to these experiences. So far, so good. I don't think there's been anything said that's out of pocket, right? Nope. Um, this is this is where this is where she lost me. <laughs> she took a left. <laughs> um, this is where she took a left. She says if the if the protesters can initiate counseling centers and programs, they know uh, they can know what these girls are facing and what has led to such situations. Girls should know that you cannot start from the top. What comes easy goes easy. Girls need to know how to work hard and not just look for money when money is involved you will eventually pay for it there is no free money in this world that's where i was like how what's what she say? <laughs> this is yeah that's why i was like kind of like how and, and this is why on the pod we keep saying that the women's biggest ops <laughs> it's not yeah, us, right because y'all know some of your are fam but like so so when when initially you you, you you look at that and then you go back to the definition of femicide it's like it basically what she's saying is if women didn't love man you the rates would drop yeah which is that's, that's wild because again it's a lot yeah it's a lot of you know like broke ass niggas that are out here yeah, doing some of stuff like it's like, not about money they weren't chasing all the money. guys who've been in the news in south africa for murdering their girlfriends or their partners i don't think it's been besides oscar pistorius but very few of them are mm. affluent, right? It's always guys whose claim to fame is the fact that they murdered their partner, spouse. It's not because these girls were chasing money yeah. that they ended up in those exactly. scenarios. So that's strange. No, absolutely not. Like, it's it's all this. Yes, there's a few cases of a wealthy person, like you said, who has done something along those lines and whatever, whatever. But it's not a case of, you know... Yeah, it, it, it's far more prevalent in houses, homes, people that you go to church with. Uzotwa, Swaniwani beats up on his wife. Like, all these things happen. And that's, you think, like, oh, that's a relatively normal family or this, this, and that. Like, and then, and then all of a sudden, the mood is now dead. It's like, whoa, what the heck mm-hmm. happened? Right? Those are most, the most common stories that I hear, you know, at the end of the day. But then I was, I was reading the comments 
and seeing what people are saying. Um, <clears throat> and this is this is where I was like, yo, this, the Kenyans are wild. So this lady, uh, this girl actually, because I checked the profile, I'd say she's anywhere from like 20 to 30, 35, mm-hmm. somewhere in that age range. Um, she goes, girls, let's admit it, she's telling the truth. The majority of cases are after we've been lured by men with their men. Honestly, we hate the truth, but Wait. the fact is men don't care. They finance your life. They demand that your uh, they demand your life thereafter. Mm. Avoid men. Uh, well, that's a woman. To warn it if yeah, there's a woman, but bro. There's nothing. If I the don't story think... is the same. No, go on. And then she says, "I I mean, we can minimize such cases uh, by taking care of ourselves." Because nobody No cares. one's as irritating on and the then, internet as a woman seeking the approval of misogynistic men. That person... <laughs> oh, yeah, they were there. The most... They were within, like, ah, this is very good. Well done. Congratulations. <sighs> yeah, Woman of virtue. You know, I will protect this woman at all <sighs> costs. <laughs> Yo, I love when I see that comment. I die laughing, bro. I will protect this woman at all costs. You know, you know that, that, you, you know that as a girl, watch, if you like tweet that, so and then some a group of guys just randomly starts applauding you and saying, protect her at all costs, then they're not ready for this one. Yeah. If you're a hun and then all of a sudden all the dudes are congratulating you, just reflect. Reflect on what you've done what or what you've said. Because you you're probably. <laughs> Me too, I also get scared. You're probably right? not on the right Me side. Me and the gents are also in my comments <laughs> on some. Ah, oh, well done. Oh, you're spitting facts, bro. And then there's no woman there to say, I back you up. <laughs> I also get I get a bit nervous. <laughs> and now you have to reevaluate this pity pit. It'll be like, ah, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Because, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So some other person says, eh, but those you are fighting for don't even care. They're, they'd rather be crying in Range Rovers than beaten with their broke ass man. So again, like I said, they NRZ Twitter uh, came <laughs> they on. They are NRZ Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm not claiming this one at all. But it's just like, to me, some of these things where it's like you have an MP, you know, saying something yeah. like that. That's dangerous rhetoric, yeah. man, because you have a voice, right? And it's going to get a lot of ears at the end of the day. And if you're saying that, then there's a bunch of people who just think, yeah, it's because of Tandiman. And it's like, that's not necessarily the case. Right, it's it may be one of the fingers on the hand, but like that's not and 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 you know niggas in general are quick to deflect. Ah, really? It's because you guys like money. It's like yes, fine. There are a certain you know section who are like, yeah, I'm all about the money. It is mm-hmm. what it is. But it's like, how do you explain all these other cases that are nothing exactly. to do with money? You know what I mean? Like it's it, it, it's it's that's where I was like, hey, bro. Mm-hmm. If I was a, the, that honorable member, I would have withdrawn that statement very, very quickly. And Sad. yeah, it just it just scares me the type of people that are in government, right? And it's you know we need to talk more about how. Sad. We need to talk more about how Jägermeister looks like cops instead of real, like exactly. Sad. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> Sad. Just taking my meds. Mm. Yeah, can you chuck those meds? Because I, are you, I, should I call your wife? Because it sounds like you're taking shots of Jaeger. <laughs> no, well, it tastes like Jaeger, but it's a uh, cough syrup. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm gonna text her still. Be like, hey, 
um, you know, can you please just check in on this guy? I think he's having Jaeger and not cough syrup. Because <laughs> as full of was his story. Like, I mean, it might be um, the same. Oh my goodness. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. But anyway, so we got a return uh, listener yes. who wanted to pick up on their story. Yes, yes. Uh, that was funny. So this is what the individual said initially this was november 2020 so there's been four years since since this initial incident mr damn yeah it's been a long time in my my mind i'm just like going back one year but shit yeah we've been we've been on the airways for a while yeah uh so this 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 listener was uh, was going through it at the time so she says um I really need your honest input. I need. She needed honest input from uninterested parties. Girl, <laughs> we is interested as fuck. <laughs> so wrong, wrong audience. Um. So she says, uh, I'm in my mid mid to late twenties, and I've been dating this man for a couple of months. He's ten years older than me. Married with three kids. We get along really, really well, but he keeps uh, really, really well, and our relationship works. But he keeps asking me to have his child. I don't want to have. I don't want kids right now. And for me, this relationship is very casual. Also, I'm scared of his wife. Hey, Brad, you're not reading this. A lot has happened since 2020. A lot has happened since 2020. So, like, read this again <laughs> is wild. <laughs> it was wild then. I'm sure it's a still lot wild has now. Happened. Yeah, no, no, no. It's hitting different. I, I won't lie to you. It's hitting different right now. Uh, so, she goes on to say he, he doesn't uh, financially take care of me like that. Uh, and I hinted that I'm not satisfied with the financial dy- dynamics. And he said that he uh, he's scared of getting hurt and investing so much in me only for me to dump him or cheat on him. So uh, if I have his child, that would be a form of security and he will get me a house, a nicer car, uh, and I don't ever have to work. Laughing my ass off, men are really full of shit sometimes. You see, this is someone who knows the devil that she's yeah. dealing with. Yeah, this is someone who's walking into not shit surprised. with both eyes open. Yeah, no, no, she's not a Disney princess, this one. This one, this one, is, it says Kebenga. That's what we call this one. <laughs> she knows. Inja came, no. Inja came. So, uh, she, then she says, side note, he has a bag. Um, <laughs> yo, wow. He has a bag. We... we <laughs> We only fuck like once a month. He insisted we get uh, tested together. I see him twice a week. Uh, we only talk via calls every second day. I am dating other people, but he has my attention and time the most. I really like this man, and I honestly hate it. Uh-huh. My question is: Do men trap? <clears throat> do men trap women with babies? If so, another one night stand two months ago was begging. <laughs> Oh my God! Another one I said was begging me to nut in him, uh, was was begging to nut in me. Sorry, mm-hmm. and have his child the whole time, and it was so weird. Do do these men have baby fever in their thirties? Uh, we we don't we we can't answer that part of the question for a couple of months, but we'll answer as it soon as we turn there. <laughs> um, <laughs> as soon as we're there, uh, these are these are both men in the diaspora, so. It's tough because now we talked about those plus four four. Yeah, and then she was thinking, <laughs> let me, let me, let me. She was thinking that these guys, 
try and offer to get mm. her pregnant as like a, a macking thing or like a flirty sweet thing wait a day yeah i forgot what we said back then no 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 yeah we need to go back and see what 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 episode came out around about november 30 20 but then um, the answer i have was the yes that does happen yes yes absolutely i, I mean she legitimately was like yo i'll take care of you if you have my kid which is that is hey that's you know what i mean there's people who are addicted to like betting financially and it can get you into a lot of pr- trouble this is worse than financial yeah. betting my guy because there's a whole innocent kid involved in all of this so yeah nah. anyway so she came back to us she's like and and you know real quick to the listeners our listener has grown like the podcast she too has grown so let's Big up herself she goes hello hi uh, I'm catching up uh, on some old episodes and I'm listening to episode 61. Oh, so apparently episode 61 we requested a yeah. follow-up or maybe that was the episode that we did it. Anyway, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, we requested a follow-up and yes, we did request a follow-up. Three-ish years later, I don't even have contact with any of the men in part one. Halala. Fantastic. Big up yourself. It even gets better. I am happily married to someone that I met one month after sending that Siazama. <laughs> Guys, send us Siazamas. The, li- the love of your life could be around the corner. Could be around the corner. This is the testament. Amen. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, after sending this, the Siazama moved countries okay. and have a baby. She, she finally let a nigga shoot up the club. That's wow <laughs> that's so funny um so yes uh, we have a oh, okay so move countries and have a baby on the way oh, oh okay finally got the well, baby good luck with the way. <laughs> yeah um we, we we pray for safe everything happy everything moral of the story is if a situation is making you send esiazama this is a sign that you need to leave that shit alone <laughs> and make space for better. This is one I really I agree with. This Bigger. is growth. This no, guys, man. guys, this, this is, is lovely. This to is see. fantastic growth. Siabo. And then she says, side note, my husband also used to beg me to have his child during sex. <laughs> well, I guess you've capitulated. <laughs> she says, Happy New Year and congrats on the pod's growth. Oh, she has another side yeah. note. Uh, P.S. Number two, I ghosted the married man in part one because his five-year-old were oh this is dark. Okay. his five-year-old was killed when we were together at Groove, so I couldn't be around sin like that no more. I hate that this thing even happened. Uh, <clears throat> it's something that I got into. Yuck! I'm a better person now. I promise. See, I won't. Thank you. That you're a better person. Uh, we, we are glad we are happy for you we, we hope your marriage and family that you're building you know we wish you all the success in the world in that endeavor and yeah no shout out to to the follow-ups guys send us follow-ups yazama send we want to know what's going on yeah. what's going on what did you do are you still seeing stars and yes. if you're still seeing stars why are you seeing stars like do better do better go should, should we should we yeah. you know we can open a GoFundMe. Yeah. For therapy, <laughs> like those who think they need therapy, send for little GoFundMe, and then we'll pay for people's uh, therapy session. I think we really should need to have like a mental health person on one, the, on day, one, one day. One day we should, you know, dude. And talk I'm looking about at the time, and I'm saying there's things. so many things we still need to run through. Ah, like, no, late. Late. I, we have to cut it off. Like, guys, I'm not feeling we well today. 
Nah, you sound it right. Me, me, when I'm sick, right? No way. Like you, you have energy for a person. No cool. Me, I don't feel nah, like. It's all this Yeager that I'm drinking. Yeager, 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 uh, as you know guys uh, oh and yeah no, guys uh, on twitter you guys on twitter retweet 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 continue to retweet it does a lot uh you know it, it, when people come together and you know do do it gawan in unison it it trust me we see the impact there's a spike you know so do your part do your part do your part do your part uh so take it very seriously when we say like the thing subscribe to the thing retweet with the capital retweet the thing or else we're inclined to believe you need therapy mr moore latest <laughs>